Hello, bimbos and himbos and thembos. Welcome to episode five of the Bimbo Manifesto. For those tuning into the f- for the first time, my name is G's Get Lonely Two, also known as Fifi, also known as Baby G, and I'm G's Get Lonely Two on all platforms. And I'm just here to teach you the life, the soft life of bimbofication. I tell you how to make decisions to make your life easier without doing too much um, and just being your hottest, best self at all times. Um, It's really that simple, guys. Um, And I also just like to speak about my own personal experiences. I'm only 19, but I feel like I lived a crazy life. And so I just have a lot to teach you guys. Um, In this episode, it's called The Boiling Frogs. And for those tuning in, I usually go live on my TikTok at the same time as I record. So I start first by saying what's the main topic, which is boiling frogs, and I'll get into that after. But honestly, it just my live determines what I talk about on this. It's pretty much a freestyle. So let's get into it. All right. So for those who have been following on my live and Maybe on my podcast. I can't remember if I talked about it on my podcast, but I speak on this analogy of boiling frogs. And people were like, okay, like, what the fuck is that? Like, what is boiling frogs? And I've been explaining it a lot to like people in real life. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, I exist in real life too. I know that's crazy. But I've been explaining this to people in real life and they were shook by this analogy. And I think I saw it on someone else on TikTok, but you need to listen to this. You need to listen to this. This is especially with dealing with men specifically, but it could happen with anybody. And when someone checks your temperature, you have to burn them. And I'm going to explain what boiling frogs is, okay? So let's say you are at the swamp you're in New Orleans, you got some frogs, you want to eat them up, okay? How do you go about this? Okay, so you take some water, you boil it, you try to put the frog in, the frog jumps out, okay? The frog jumps out, you can't, you can't boil it. Okay, so how do you go about boiling frogs? I'll tell you. First, you pick, take the pot, place it, put the frog in, put cold water, and then you heat it up. You heat it up. 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 You keep heating it up. And eventually, the frog will stay in the water, even though it's boiling. And eventually, just let itself boil in the water. Like, it'll literally boil itself alive. So, frogs do this. And that sounds crazy, right? Then why come you guys do it, too? How come you guys let yourself get boiled alive? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? You guys let yourself get boiled alive because you let disrespect happen over and over and over again. And you're just like the boiling frogs. This is what happens a lot of times in relationships, a lot of times in friendships, and just people in general. People are going to get you used to disrespect. So let's say you're dealing with a man, okay? We know how the we know how the male species are, okay? If you right off the bat, you they're showing all the red flags, right? Right off the bat, they're like, 
yeah, I have five baby moms. I lie. I cheat. And I think you're ugly. And I'm also going to hit up your sister and rob you while you sleep. You're going to jump out. You're going to be like, okay, like, what? I'm not going to deal with this. Like, what? But guess what? These men are a lot smarter than you guys think. And they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Okay. So instead of that, they're going to put you in the water. They're going to put you in the water. And they're going to start with slick comments. They're going to be like, oh, like, you know, like, I don't really like when you, like, wear that top. Oh, like, you know, like, can I, like, borrow your car? Can I, can I borrow your, your car for the day? Or he's going to look at girls with you in public. And each time you let it happen and you don't check the person, guess what they're going to do? They're going to turn it up a notch. They're going to turn it up a notch. And then the disrespect is going to be outright disrespect. It's going to be outright disrespect. And soon you're going to be boiling yourself for life and you won't be able to escape. And that's how you get into these toxic relationships. Okay? When someone checks your temperature, you burn them. When they try to put you in that boiling water, you jump out. As soon as you feel like getting it too hot, you need to jump out. Okay? And this is really common in a lot of relationships. And the smallest things will become big things. So stop trying to be the chill girl, guys. Stop trying to be the chill girl. Stop trying to be the nice girl. Stop bending over backwards for these men. Like, or anyone in, anyone in general, because anyone can do this, right? Listen, giving advice will make people respect you more. Putting your foot down and tell them to not play with you will actually make you respect them more. They may resist at first, and they may say, oh, you're tripping, you're tripping out. But guess what? They know exactly who the dummies are, and they know who's going to deal with their bullshit, okay? So if you want a healthy, productive relationship where people don't play with you or you wouldn't even think to play with you, check them the first time. When they put their hand on the stove, you put the stove on high, not medium high either. You put it on high heat. I want the oil popping. You know when the oil is so hot that you can't even go close to the stove? That's how high, hot I want you guys to check them. Okay? That's how fucking hot I want you guys to check them. So that's the boiling frog analogy. And ever since I heard of that, like, I would have been woke. I've been woke because this is how they get you. And that's what's happened to me many, many, many times. But ever since I've been setting boundaries and telling people, like, they can't play with me like that from the get-go, literally, I don't care. It may sound harsh. When it comes to blocking people, if you don't come correct, if you think you could play with me, you're getting blocked. And you may think, oh, like, Fiona, like, that, that's kind of harsh, like, whatever. No. No, it's not. Because after that, that's when they start respecting you. And they're like, okay, like, I'm not even going to try to do anything anymore because I know what's up. Don't be afraid to block people. Don't be afraid to jump out of the boiling hot water and stop boiling yourself alive. You're not a fucking frog. You're not princess in the frog. Okay? Boiling frog analogy. Use it. Remember it for every relationship in your life. So I just want to... I just want to reminisce a little bit. I want to reminisce a little bit about when I was a dumb bitch. Okay. I want to reminisce. I want to think about other people's experiences 
and think of the times where I should have I should have cut them off. And I'm just going to give you daily examples of this. Let's say a man cancels on you within the within 2 hours of the date and his reasoning is not good enough. Don't you dare send a paragraph or say how upset you are. They do not deserve a freaking another chance. They do not deserve it. Unless it's completely planned out, maybe they don't deserve a second chance. When a man first meets you, listen, I know a lot of people that get stuck into friends with benefits relationships when they're a relationship person. Okay, I'm someone who's a relationship person and I recognize that. I recognize that a long time ago. So, but a lot of guys know that a lot of girls are relationship people but a lot of a lot of people just aren't relationship people nowadays hookup culture is on the rise and honestly guys like I don't agree with hookup culture I do not agree with it like I don't think it benefits women at all I think it only benefits men and so but men know this and they'll try to trick you into something casual or friends with benefits so when they first meet you and you're like they're like oh like I'm tired like you should just come over and chill no, I'm not going to come over and chill. If you want to see me, you could plan a date. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to see me, you could plan a date. You could see me in the daytime. Like, why do I have to come to your house at 11 p.m.? Why are you texting me at 9 p.m. trying to, no. Okay, like, if you guys want that, like, go ahead. But I want a man that's obsessed with me. I want a man that actually really loves me and makes effort for me. So I hate when people are like, oh, like, Girls are just gold diggers nowadays. Like you gotta make them, you gotta, you gotta bring them on dates. You gotta pick them up. You gotta pay for their Uber. Oh my God. Gold diggers. First of all, most of the men that are screaming gold diggers got no gold. You got no. Like you you just got no gold. It doesn't matter. And this is not talk about money-wise, by the way. This is about a mindset that somebody has. I'm not gonna come over and chill. I'm not doing that. That is not a date. I'm not going to chill in your car and eat McDonald's. I'm not going to do it. I don't know you. I do not know you. Why would I come over to your house and chill late at night? It's just like, it's it's ridiculous. And in fact, I find it offensive that you would even suggest that. When guys even suggest that, I leave it on red. I leave it on red. I don't even respond right? I do not even respond to that. But that's another way that they're that they're boiling you to get used to their bullshit, to get used to the low effort. Because from if a guy really likes you, even the most nonchalant guys, and this is a, this is what I tell people all the time, the most there's no such thing as nonchalant guys. Okay? There's no such thing as nonchalant guys. When a guy likes you, even the most nonchalant, carefree guy, you're going to know he likes you and he's still going to put an effort. He may not be like massaging your feet and like writing you poems, but he's at least going to have a date planned. He's at least going to be able to pick you up at least. That has nothing to do with nonchalant. You know what I mean? And from the first date, from the first date, you need to be expecting, you need to be expecting effort. And that is no Netflix and chill date. Okay. You need the effort, and I don't care what it is. You don't have to be a millionaire to take someone out on a nice date. You could go 
ice skating for like what ten dollars you could go you could do something so don't let them make get used to it because listen men will really grow on you men will really grow on you and again that's another analogy with the boiling frogs because when you let it from the get-go and let them disrespect you like that, and yes, inviting you over to Netflix and chill instead of taking you on a date is disrespectful. That's disrespectful to me. You're going to spend more time with him, and you're like, oh, but like, I'm cool with no commitment because it's him. Because it's him, because, you know, like, we have a, such a good vibe, and like, he's friends, and like, we're funny, and he's cute. And he's like, you know what? Like, maybe maybe I don't have to go on all these dates like you know like I just I don't really care like they're gonna grow on you and then guess what you're gonna be left heartbroken because all he's gonna want is friends with benefits because as soon as you're like I don't want to see you anymore I don't want to see you anymore because like I actually want to go out like I actually want a relationship he's gonna be like okay I'll just find another girl that will deal with it you I got to, I got what I wanted without doing all that. So why would I start doing it now? That's literally what I'm going to say. And that same guy that's not doing anything for you is going to go for the high value girl that's expecting a lot and asking for a lot and give her, give her the dates, give her the relationship, everything you asked for, just because she asked for it and she didn't let anything else different. Right. And so, yeah, like, when things are bad from the get-go, don't let these men boil you alive. Do not let them boil you alive because men will grow on you. Their disrespect will grow on you. And you'll start saying like, oh, like, whatever. Like, that was weird, but I like him. And the more your feelings grow and grow and grow and the more codependent and then you want this validation from him, it's going to be harder to leave and you're Again, he's just going to do low, lower effort, lower level. He's going to disrespect you more and more and more and more because you're not leaving. Again, this is what I say all the time. Like, guys don't give a fuck what paragraphs you send. They don't care what paragraphs you send, guys. They don't care if you want to knock on their mama's house and beat his grandma up and key his car. You're still staying. So why would he need to change if you're still going to stay? Like, what does that do for him? He, like, they're not concerned if you're crying on the floor, like, whatever. Like, what does that, like, what does that do for him if you're not leaving? You're still staying. You're still hooking up with him. So why would they need to change? So that's why from the get-go, you need to burn them. Don't let yourself be boiled alive because they will do it. Do not underestimate a man's ability to waste your time because he will. He will, he will, he will. And it's just the truth. But yeah, when it comes to being the chill girl, like I'm not the chill girl. <laughs> I'm not the chill girl. No, 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 no. Um, I've learned this. I learned this pretty much in high school. And by high school, I was I was being taken out to nice restaurants. I was getting the relationship within two, one month. Because all through high school, I was struggling with the situationships for, like, years. Like, from grade 9 to 11, I was literally in a situationship for that long. 
for that long and I did not go out with this man I did not do any of that and I literally just left the country and I changed my social media and I came back and I just blocked him I literally blocked him one day like I just I had no explanation I just blocked him even though it was for two years I blocked him um it's a funny story because he recently hit me up recently and he's like oh wow like I can't believe you really cut me off and this was two years ago mind you I blocked him two years ago but he was shook he was like I can't believe you blocked me like that like you actually like you actually weren't dealing with my bullshit and I was like yeah and I said if you want to see me again you could take me out but I'm not coming to your house like we're not doing that and exactly do not let yourself be in a situationships. Do not let him say, oh, we're just going to go with the flow. Oh, like, why are we always in a rush? Why are we always in a rush? Like, not... When guys like you, they know. When guys like you, they know. It doesn't take six months to be in a relationship. And yes, it's fine. It doesn't take six months to be in a relationship. It doesn't take years to get in a relationship. When a guy likes you, he will. you'll pretty much know. You'll know. And let me tell you this, I need to tell you guys this, and I need you guys to remember this quote for the next time you're dealing with someone who's wishy-washy. If you are confused, the answer is no. Don't use excuses saying, oh yeah, like he's just nonchalant. He's just nonchalant, like he doesn't know how to express his feelings. He has, he has daddy issues. No, the answer is no. Confusion is the biggest sign of rejection you're confused it's a no confused let me repeat this again in case you guys didn't hear this is for my podcast this is for my live confusion is the biggest sign of rejection you will not question if a guy likes you i don't care what you guys say don't make excuses for him. Do not, don't you dare, don't you dare start bringing out your therapist notes. Don't you dare think of double think, oh, like he hasn't texted me in three days, but like, oh, like he doesn't call me, but oh, like he's not even home. He like, he he hasn't taken me out once, but oh, we've been talking for years, but it's just because he's working on himself. No, 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 no. It's yes or no. I don't I don't want to hear anything else. It's yes or no. If you're confused, the answer is no. But again, do not underestimate why a guy will waste your time. Don't even ask about it because they will. Right? Like <laughs> a guy will waste your time if you let him waste your time like he's going to. It's just like that's just like how guys work. And like there's no sense of like start becoming delusional and trying to justify why he's wasting your time because I feel like a lot of people are just trying to give themselves false hope in favor of them because it's like it hurts rejection hurts but I feel like you're really a way there's a way of dealing with rejection you know like that was supposed to happen. The rejection was supposed to happen. You don't own that person. Just because you like a person does not mean they have to like you back. It's just like if someone, if a guy likes you, you know those freaking guys in your DMs that will literally DM you like 20 times and you won't respond and you're like, why like aren't they getting the hint? 
just because you like the guy does not mean he has to like you back and there's no there shouldn't be an explanation of that you don't own that person you know what i mean like you don't own them like they're able they have their own free will they have their own preferences and just because they don't like you like doesn't mean something's wrong with you you know what i mean like it doesn't mean something is wrong with you so it also doesn't make sense to me to let's say let's say they rejected you and they went to a next girl what do you gain from like body shaming the next girl what do you gain from saying oh like she's so catfish she's ugly she's she's not even all that okay he still chose her no matter how many no matter how you try to bash her or anything like he still chose her over you and i know it sounds sad but it's just like when you're rejected like you need to you need to recognize those feelings and you need to be able to let go and you need to have not attachments to the expectations when you first meet someone getting lost in your desires and making them it's not fair for the person you're talking to to have put all these expectations to them when you don't even know them you meet someone for the first time and you're like oh like I bet we could be in a relationship with loyalty and commitment and us doing this and this and that that's not fair for them what if they're just not a loyal person you can't change that person you don't own that person you can't control that person if they're not loyal they're not loyal if they're someone who doesn't like commitment they don't like commitment it's not fair for you to project all your desires onto them because that's just not them. It's not them. Just save yourself the stress. Remember, you don't, you can't control this person. You can't own this person. You can't manifest. You can't manifest someone like into liking you either. So stop with that freaking specific, specific person affirmations. I it's it's I don't like it. Stop. Okay, stop doing that, guys. I've been seeing too many videos of that on TikTok. Stop doing that, y'all. Stop. Use your affirmations to manifest some money. Do not you don't you dare manifest that man with flannel sheets that hasn't been washed in three months. Don't you dare do that. I promise you, it's not worth it. Manifest some money. Manifest a fat ass. You don't you don't gotta do that. Okay. But yeah, like honestly. I've got rejected before. Okay. I've gotten rejected before. I've I thought I was feeling a man and then he ghosts me or whatever. He just he wasn't he didn't want to commit to me or whatever. Like it happens. Like it happens whatever. That man probably got rejected by a next girl. And just like I was the rejector and I got rejected. I was a rejector and I was rejected. Like, but what I what I've learned to realize is to not take things personally when I do get rejected. I don't take it personally. Because I remember that, because all of a sudden when a guy rejects me or when he starts acting weird, I literally sit down and I'm like, I don't actually like this man because I don't even know this man. I don't even know him. But what I what is happening right now is my ego is hurt, Right? My ego is hurt, so I'm I I crave him because I want him to soothe. I want his validation to soothe me. But guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You just gotta 
you gotta you gotta stop looking for other people's validation and you need to decenter men completely. Women, the best thing you do, decenter romantic relationships from your life. Decenter it, stop looking for male validation, just get rid of it. Decenter it, focus it on your female friends. Cause I promise you, I have felt more love and support from my female friends than I ever did from a man. Ever did from a man. Focus on yourself, focus on other things, and self-validate, self-soothe, self-soothe yourself. Decenter romantic relationship. Men are a lot of men are great. Okay. I'm not gonna come on here and say all men are garbage and this and this and that. I've met many, many great men. Okay. I've been on many great dates, you know. Some are some are like some relationships were great. I really loved them. Like I thought they were cool. They do not need to be the center of your world. And when you meet a girl whose men are like the center of their world, like you it's really off-putting because I don't know if you guys seen that like whole conversation on Twitter and stuff where it's like, oh, when I'm out with my friends and my man calls, like, I'm there, like, I'm out of here, like, this and that. That's really annoying. Like, that's actually really annoying. Like, you're really, like, seriously? It's just, like, it's such a weird energy and it gives codependent. It gives codependent. Like, you're really going to ditch your whole plans. You're going to waste all your friends' times for this man okay not your husband mind you because most of the time it's never their husband it's never someone who's actually committed to them a man okay okay you know what if that's that's you more power to you but that's bending over backwards for that man and he's gonna know that you're risking everything for him and you're willing to bend over backwards and again that's the boiling frog where he's he's training you to listen to respect and be codependent on him right and I know like when you're in this relationship it's easy to be addicted and all that but seriously guys like decenter men for relationship even when you're in the freaking relationship you need to have your own life you need to have your own friends because guess what as soon as the relationship ends guess what you're gonna be looking where's my friends Where's my friends? Oh, they all left because each time we w- you went out, you ditched them in the middle of the night to hang out with your man. Whenever I said, what's up with you? All you had to talk about was mans. Like, decenter it. Like, there's more to life. Like, there's so much in life to, like, do and talk about. Talk about traveling. Talk about freaking buying a new outfit. Talk about the book you just read. Talk about funny TikToks. Why do you, like, Decenter romantic relationships. Focus on, focus on your tribe. You, it's not every day. Every day, my man, my man, my man, my man. Okay, great. You have a great relationship. Fantastic. Not every day, my man, my man. Keep your own life. Don't bend over backwards and stop getting codependent on these men because that's what they'll do. And then you're going to be isolated. And that's how I feel like that's how a lot of people end up getting stuck in relationships where it's like they're isolated because. Now they have no friends. They only hang out with their man. They probably live with their man. And they can't even do anything about it. And they're isolated and they're addicted to their man. And then that's how 
you're in those trauma bonds on those like abusive toxic relationships just decenter romantic relationships and stop letting these men make you codependent on them for real okay so i'm spitting all this on you low-key ranty i've been trying to like get away from like ranty podcasts because it's just like such hostile energy it's like like attacking you guys like whoa like let's relax like this is all i'm not trying to attack anybody on this mind you okay i'm not trying to attack anyone i'm just trying to i'm just trying to make everyone on a high vibration so let's get into something more light i am not gonna lie guys i'm gonna be so transparent and my friends are gonna listen to this and completely agree with me for the longest time, especially in high school, especially in my previous toxic relationships, I was super, like, my men were, like, the center of my world, the center of my world. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think it's because I lacked the self-love in my life. I think I lacked, I think I was constantly looking for the validation of men. I think I was in relationships where I was super codependent and I relied on them for that love, for that confidence. Because if me and me and the man were having a good day, that means I'm having a good day. Okay? Me and him were having a bad day, I'm having a bad week. And that's like, but you can't, one thing you have to realize is just because someone else is mad at you, it shouldn't affect your own mood. Their emotions are their emotions, your emotions are yours. And I think I really learned to center myself and really take care of myself um, and just really learn to fall in love with myself. Um, and I just like don't believe in, I like I said before, like I'm all about having a soft life. There's not nothing I if I have to be confused about something, if I have to like if I always like am struggling, if I always have to like figure things out and be confused, like I just don't want it. I just don't want it. Like I don't want it. I don't like I don't want to do it. I I really don't want to do it. So that is all about I think choosing to live the soft life right? I think choosing to live a soft life is kind of how I'm transitioning, transition to stop centering men in my circle or in my life and start centering myself. Um, and when I say soft life, there's a bunch of different aspects, right? And I definitely want to talk about it more in my TikTok. I feel like bimification is great. I agree with bimification, but soft life is literally what I was trying to teach you guys and I think soft life in relationships and choosing to have only easygoing relationships is really what has made me able to focus on myself and center myself because listen like I said um uh, one thing that has really helped me with my soft life in terms of relationships and avoiding difficult relationships is, again, confusion. I remember if I'm confused, I've been rejected. Confusion is the biggest sign and most underrated sign of rejection. 
if I'm confused with somebody and how I feel and you know what I'm just gonna say this I also am pretty anxious I'm pretty anxious but some things are just pretty obvious like if someone is active on social media all the time or you're with them and you're on their phone all the time yet they never have the time to message you they never have the time to contact you it's not confusing I they just don't want to talk to you and that's fine that is fine but you need to learn to be like okay with those like ugly feelings right if someone is mistreating you they're treating you really bad they're flaking on you they're disrespecting you and then they're like but I love you but I love having you in my life no that is confusion that person does not love you that person does not love you a person that loves you is not gonna put you through hell and make you feel like shit okay just get rid of anybody that confuses you and you have to like figure out like there's no sense of even dealing with it like just get rid of anyone who's confusing you and I think that's the best way of like having a soft life for me anyone who's confusing and that could be men or women right when men or women because women can be confusing too because okay like you never put the effort in for me I feel like you're low-key shady you don't really support me but like you say you're my friend and like you're hanging out with me guess what that is confusion get rid of it get rid of it soft life in relationships I feel like your relationships is like the first step to having a soft life getting rid of like difficult people getting rid of people of that argue with you if someone's constantly arguing with you that is just like something I don't want to deal with like why why like if you're constantly arguing you could literally just not argue with them if you find someone really annoying if you just find someone really annoying and whenever you're around them you're just uncomfortable like I'm so uncomfortable around them. I I don't really know why I'm uncomfortable with them. But, you know, like, I really feel like these butterflies in my stomach each time I hang out with them. Like, you know, you don't have to deal with that. You don't owe them anything. You could just not hang out with them. Living a soft life. Someone's annoying you. If you don't want to, don't force yourself. You don't owe them anything. If someone, if someone, um, you follow on social media, you don't like what they post, you find it annoying. It's always something negative. It's always, it's always just exhausting. You read it and it's just like constant, like trauma dumping, like, oh, like, I don't want to see this. First of all, most of the time, if you don't know them, you realize like you could unfollow them. You don't owe them a follow. You don't owe them a follow. You could literally block them. You don't, you like, you literally can. Like, I don't think, like, I think people don't realize that. Like, you really, you literally can block someone and unadd them, like, if you want to. Like, you don't have to keep them. Like, all of my friends, like, or not, sorry, not all of my friends, but like, a lot of people I hang out with, they're like, they always complain about what someone's posting, whatever. And I'm like, why don't you just block them? You literally are choosing to constantly look at their stuff and you're choosing to be annoyed by it. And you're, again, it's choosing to suffer. It's choosing to be miserable, opposite of hard life. That all goes into being miserable and having a hard life. Block them, around them. If you can't 
block them and add them, guess what? You can mute them. You could mute all those people. You don't have to watch their stuff. You could restrict them. You don't owe these people anything. Like, it's really that. Like, if you if it there if it's your friend or family, and you find it annoying, mute them, mute them, restrict them. I don't want to see your trauma bonding or your friggin' trauma dumping all the time. I don't want to see your subtweets all the time. I I don't want to see it. It's it's just it makes me frustrated. I bye. You're muted, blocked, unadded. Stop complaining. Just do it. Um, if someone, yeah, I will block anyone. Like if someone is just like blowing my phone, blowing my phone or whatever, whatever. Like I could literally just not speak to you if I don't want to. And, like, you know what? Like, I feel like I'm wording this super, like, rude. But it's just, like, I feel like these most people do not care if you're going to unadd them or unfollow them. And, like, people just take social media, like, too, like, it's too serious. Like, it's too serious. Like, social media isn't real life. You could still be friends with someone and just not view their story. Like, that is perfectly fine. And I don't think it's, like, an undercover hater stuff. But, like, if someone you no just like always post something negative like you don't have to watch their stuff there's so many options there's so many options to just live a soft life and be at peace with the people around you and if what they post you don't like just don't watch it like I don't know like what to tell you with that okay I actually wanted to make soft life a whole other episode but I keep talking about soft life and it's a lot of my new niche on Inst- like on TikTok and stuff because I do love bimification, but I realized what I was teaching wasn't exactly bimification. It was actually how to live a soft life. Um, and another example I gave on soft life was I realized what I've been doing, and a lot of people can relate, is protest behaviors. Okay. I feel like I have a different definition of like the actual definition of protest behaviors, but this is how I see it. Okay. Let's say, let's say you and your friends are going to a party. You're supposed to be at the party at 1130 and you're actually really excited to go to this party. You're really excited, whatever you're, and your friend ends up coming like 30 minutes late. Your friend is coming 30 minutes late. And so in protest, you're saying, whatever, I'm just going to stay home and not go to the party. You could just go without me. How does that like, how is that like punishing anybody else? Like nobody at the party is going to care that you're like not going to the party. Your friends are still going to have fun at the party. And all you're going to do is be miserable and be at home and get even more mad that they went to the party without you just because they came late. That's choosing to be miserable. You're choosing not to have a soft life. You're choosing not to have fun. If you're bothered by your friends always being late, say you'll meet them at the party or be comfortable with being late. Because if they're still a good friend, like who cares if they're freaking late? Like, why do you have to like miss out on the fun because of that? And yeah, it's just, it's really weird stuff like that. Or it's like, oh, you get mad at someone at a restaurant. Oh, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat. Whatever. Like, whatever. I'm just not going to eat. Okay, that person's still going to get a full meal. The person's still going to get a full meal. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be miserable. So you're choosing to 
make yourself suffer. You're choosing to make yourself suffer. Just because somebody else did something to you doesn't mean that you have to miss out on the fun and anything. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) choosing the soft life, choosing not to have protest behaviors is one of the best ways that, like, I've learned it. I've learned, like, having a soft life and, like, how to deal with people and how to be so patient with people. And so a lot of times, a lot of times, I think there's a lot of people do a lot of passive-aggressive behaviors and they, I don't know, they just choose to be miserable. But, like, listen, you have complete control and free will of your actions, okay? You have complete control of how you deal with your emotions. They don't, like, you, like, other people don't control you. Like, you don't, they don't control you, and you don't control them. You don't own them. They don't own you. Um, This is what I've learned from the Assertiveness Workbook. It's this book I've read, and it's basically, like, you can't say stuff like, they made me they made me do it. They pissed me off. So they made me punch a hole in the wall. They didn't make you do anything. You chose to punch a hole in the wall. Just because they called you ugly, like that is their choice. Like you had no control of that. You had complete control to punch the hole in the wall. That is your fault. That is your fault. That is you. That is you. You need to learn to have emotion control and you need to learn to be more emotional intelligent. And there's a whole video on this on freaking YouTube. And there's a whole YouTube video on this. And it's just like recognizing your emotions and being able to feel the emotions without acting on them. Right? Yeah. Like they're choosing to be miserable. You're choosing to do these things. No one made you do that. Like, no one made you that. You have complete free will. Like, no one's, like, a puppeteer. And let me, let me, let me just say this. Like, there are times where there's reactive abuse. But again, like, you're in control of your emotions. Like, if you are, like, someone's pissing you off, like, you could, you can control to be pissed off, too. You can control what your actions do. You could choose to go continue having fun or not like it's either you have a conversation about it and set your boundaries or you just you just don't you know what I mean like you have complete like no one like no one's controlling you no one's controlling you have complete control over your actions and again I don't like when people say they made me do this they made me do this like you know what I mean and that's the one thing I've really learned is to stop letting other people's like shit like deal with me people that are so miserable that like you could give all the solutions and options in the world and they're literally just they want to be mad what I realized what I realized in when I started like living a soft life and like being more optimistic is people like choose to be miserable 
and like you could give all the options um you want but they're gonna just be miserable because they want to argue so yeah like these are just examples of protest behaviors and you could choose your actions you could choose your reaction nobody's in control of you you're not in control of somebody else um and yeah like when it comes to living a soft life like making decisions that are best for yourself is key um again some people i don't know i realize a lot of people yeah a lot of people do expect to be chased because they have like a big ego and stuff but a lot of people just like choose to be miserable even though there's an easier option you know what i mean like there's there's usually an easier option but people just like something choose to be miserable i don't and i don't know why but i swear some people just like maybe are just bored so they want like some problems like in their life but some people just choose to be miserable i have the option of i choose not to be miserable okay i choose not to i like if i don't have to suffer i won't like for what like if my friend like whatever let's say we're in a group and one friend is mad am i gonna start being miserable and have to go home because that one friend is mad no like that's not my responsibility yes i'll be empathetic yes i'll make sure my friend is okay but if she continues to be upset about the whole night i'm gonna continue having fun like what does her like her emotion shouldn't control my emotion just because somebody else is upset and just because someone else does something does not mean i have to shift my mood for them and this is with guys too because listen this is what guys and just people in general but i've noticed it a lot with girls with guys is they will let the insignificant action of of guys that are like so small for example a guy didn't text you back a guy didn't text you back all day so you're gonna be depressed in bed and like upset you're choosing to be in this mood. And yes, you could recognize the feeling. You could say, yes, like I'm feeling rejected. I feel like kind of annoyed. But like if you constantly let someone be the the compass of being mis- of you of your emotion and your mood, guess what? Like you're just going to live a miserable life and that's not living a soft life the actions of someone else shouldn't affect your mood yes you could be annoyed by someone's actions you could be annoyed whatever you could be upset with someone's options but you don't have to shift your entire mood just because of someone else's actions or mood like you don't have to and a lot of people will take it personally that they can't get you upset because you're upset because it's manipulative it's manipulative like some people will purposely get upset just to make you upset just to ruin your day and again like i feel like guys do that and guys have admitted that they have done this to me guys have admitted that they've done this to me where whatever they'll start an argument or have an attitude because they want me to be upset and then they start saying oh you're not upset too like you must not care about me whatever but like again like it has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do with me like you could be upset. You could have your mood. And yes, I'll try to show some um, empathy with you. I'll try to understand where you're coming from. But why do I have to pause my life? Why do I have to like change my whole actions 
and like change my whole life as if the world revolves around you, right? Your world revolves around you. My world revolves around me. So again, you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to shift your mood. You don't have to change your actions. You are in complete control of your actions. You are completely control of you're in control if you want to follow the rules. You're in control of your actions. You're in control of the words you say. You're in complete control. And sometimes you may not think that way, but once you realize that you are, I promise you, you will start living a soft life because you won't be affected. You will continue to be happy even though people don't want you to be happy. You you won't let the actions of others affect you because it has nothing to do with you. And most of the time it is projection and you just like, can't take it personally. You just can't take it personally. Like I probably have been rude to someone or had an attitude because something was going on with me, right? Because it's, it always has something to do with themselves as to why they're projecting this negative energy towards everyone. But you don't have to reciprocate it. You don't have to. You are in control. And this is all about living a soft life. Another thing I do in terms of soft life, and this is really, again, when I give this advice, it is for every gender. But listen, I am a huge believer in stepping in to your feminine energy, okay? Stepping into your feminine energy and being in receiving, right? Being in receiving, right? Feminine energy is easy. It's you're accepting help. And that's another thing I do. If I'm able to get help on something to make my life easier, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask for help each time. If I have big things I have to move, I'm not doing that. I'm going to ask for help and someone's going to help me. Because listen, closed mouths don't get fed. Closed mouths don't get fed. But utilize your connections. Utilize your connections. If you're looking for a job. If you're looking for a job, you're looking for an internship, ask. <laughs> you could literally just ask someone like that's connected. And that's another thing. It's about making connections, but like ask. Use your resources around you. Why do you have to like why do you have to like choose to suffer and not ask for help? Be comfortable with asking. Be comfortable with asking for help. Just do it. And a lot of times people are willing to help you. Like people think that the world is so evil and against you, but guess what? Like ask, even if you think you're like not qualified, you don't know until you ask. You do not know. Just when things are, things can get done with multiple people and it's easier, right? If you need help with schoolwork, you know, Ask, ask your peers, ask your parents for help. You never know who can help you make a task easier for you. And like, yeah, like closed mouths don't get fed. Ask for help. It's about having a soft life. If you don't need to do it. Okay. Another example of asking for help or getting help. This is for people that can like, whatever, afford it. Let's say you need help cleaning the house. You have a special thing. Guess what? You could go on TaskRabbit and get someone to clean your house for like $40. You could literally just get help. Like, why do you like choose to suffer when like there's so many things, there's so many options? Like you could literally go on TaskRabbit, $40, get someone to clean your house if you're that stressed out about it. 
Like you don't you don't have to suffer. Like as for help, let's say it's it's a freaking flurry outside. It's a freaking flurry outside, but you work and you take the public transit. Why like that day, like just take the Uber. Like, let's say you're not someone who take you don't can't afford to take Uber every day, but like you can literally go and take the Uber. Like you don't have to like choose to suffer. Like Uber is like asking for help. Like you could literally like it's there's so many resources to like get help and like make your life easier. And it's just like I realized it. Like literally, like I don't care if you have an old car, like go get the valet. Go get the valet. Like, I don't care if you think your car is like shitty or whatever, whatever. Let's say you're in a rush. Like, go go get a valet. Like, it's right there. Go. A lot of stores, you don't realize this, have personal shoppers for free. They have personal shoppers for free. You just need to go in and say, Can I get a personal shopper to help me? I literally have personal shoppers on my phone and they they're for free. I don't pay them. They're paid off commission off the clothes I buy. Literally, there's so many options to make your life easier. Just you need to just ask for it. There's so many opportunities I've get I've got just from reaching out to my professors. Right? Reaching out to my professors, reaching out to friends, like ask for help. Like it's really that easy. You want to get into a club? Find a promoter. Find a promoter. Why do you have to like say like, oh, like, I don't know like how I'm gonna word it, just like find a promoter, like there's lots of things there's so many like I could literally give examples with everything in life where like you could literally choose to get help just by asking for it and just make your life easier and having a soft life and this is another thing why it's so important to have connections with everyone and be able just be like a good person because people think that the world is so evil and out to get them but like most people are willing to help because like that isn't really like it's not like sacrificing a lot you know what I mean like it's not sacrificing a lot you if you close mouths don't get fed ask for help choose to live the soft life and especially for women out there because a lot of women are very like I feel like they're very like they're very prideful and they're very scared because they don't think they deserve it you could literally step into your feminine energy and at least try to ask and that's how you live the soft life like don't do unnecessary tasks don't put yourself through torture if you don't have to there's so many resources and it has nothing to do with a lot of times it has nothing to do with money it has nothing to do with anything like there's so many things so ask for help close mouths don't get fed choose to live a soft life but yeah um today i again i feel like I feel like I'm like all over the place with my podcast because like I said I'm on live for those just tuning into my podcast but I really like this episode I feel like it was really educational I feel like I don't know like I feel like I have been learning about this ever since um high school um I've read I read the assertiveness workbook I read don't sweat the small stuff for teens I read set boundaries find peace and I feel like those books have really helped me with this um with these concepts especially don't sweat the small stuff for teens because this is what I read when I was in grade 11 and I pretty much was living off of that and I pretty much like people are like oh have you always been like vivification have you ever like lived soft life ever since I read don't sweat the small stuff for teens 
and those are the software swarm in, I swear to God, it changed my life. Same with the assertiveness workbook. I swear to God, it has changed my life. Um, but this episode, I just talked about boiling frogs and how men and people in general would just get you used to the mistreatment and disrespect. And you just shouldn't be a boiling frog. When the water is hot, you jump out. When someone checks your temperature, burn them. Literally, no medium high heat, no low heat, no simmer. You change it to freaking high heat and burn them with crispy fried chicken oil. Okay, I've also talked about, I always touched on a soft life because like I said, I'm kind of like stepping away from like bimbofication and like becoming more soft life because I do love bimbofication, but I don't know, like soft life is just like who I am. I feel like it's my niche and it's how I've really been living a lot of people are like oh like whatever like more vlogs about your life I literally live a soft life I choose not to suffer I make decisions every day not to suffer I realize that I'm in control of my own like actions and moods and I don't let other people's moods and actions affect me if they want to be upset I can't control that that is them and I am me I can't control them they can't control me um but this was a pretty good episode again this is episode five of the Bimbo manifesto and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode bye